refinement. It's more than simply taking what already exists and further molding it into something that best represents the person's perspectives. It is an opportunity to utilize the foundation that is already laid out and to maybe create something that is completely original and new. On today's episode, I reviewed an album from an artist that continues to refine his work, cementing him as a force to be reckoned with. I'm your host, Christian Ong, and that's my cue. Welcome back, cuties, to another episode of That's My Cue. You know what it is, your one-stop podcast to get the latest reviews on all things TV shows, movies, albums, and games. As always, I'm Christian Ong, your summer of good times sweetheart. And I think I used that adjective last week, and I'm going to double down on it and say, that's what I am. But yeah, um, today I decided to kind of do something different. I, I wanted to kind of play with the format. You know, um, I am the kind of person that likes to switch things up from time to time and maybe see what works. I know that TMQ at this point is maybe like a year and a half past its infancy, but you know, who's, who says that people can't change? And I'm going to try to switch up this format and maybe make the show a little more efficient, a little more tight, you know, and, and maybe if you like how this format is, um, then let me know what you think. But today, I mean, I am very excited to talk about today's album. Uh, this is from one of an uh, from one of my favorite artists that I didn't even expect to release an album. Um, and let's just get right into it. Today, we're going to be talking all about Jid's album, The Forever Story. Released on August 26, 2022, The Forever Story marks the third studio album by American rapper J.I.D. Uh, or Jid. Or Jid, which is kind of what I almost said just a second ago. Long after the release of his second album, DiCaprio 2, back in 2018, Jid brings things full circle in his third outing with a project that feels, in many ways, more fully realized from start to finish. The, the Atlanta rapper finds himself more so in his element than ever before as Jid's technical prowess in his writing showcases itself as the best that it's ever been. Opening tracks with Radar and Dance Now demonstrates his continued mastery over complex switches with his flow and rhyme schemes, as the album begins strongly with fantastic production value to further elevate Jid's status as an artist that is always in control of each tr uh, track. Throughout the project, Jid makes note to pay homage to the people in his life as well as the inspirations that he derives his music from, from the likes of Lil Wayne and Yasin Bey, formerly known as Most Def, also making appearances in later tracks. Other appearances worth making note comes from that of 21 Savage with his verse on Surround Sound and Ari Lennox's delicate vocals over the track Can't Make You Change. And yet, Jid meshes well with all of these various uh, other vocalists that come and go with the album, being able to play to the strengths while never feeling overshadowed by their presence. The Forever Story might not have consistently the best tracks, with Money in particular as a track that I didn't particularly enjoy, but I can also appreciate the value that it brings to the overall project. It's a solid LP that 
has an excellently curated track list that peers into the ambition and psyche of Jid's artistic endeavors and never comes across as compromising its vision for the sake of pursuing what should meet the expectations of his fans. Jid's masterful grasp of his lyrics and rhythmic technique continues to demonstrate why he should be considered in a conversation of the top rappers of the year. And I have to give this album a 10 out of 10. I know that's like back-to-back 10 out of 10s if you listen to last week's episode as well. But, y'all, it is just really good. I cannot emphasize it any anymore that I think compared to, you know, other albums that I enjoyed with uh, Beyonce's album or even um, Denzel Curry's project. But, uh, yeah, I think just check it out. Jid brought his A-game, and I think it is worth uh, worth talking about. And you can listen to that on Spotify. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. And like I said, we're going to change up the format a little bit, you know, kind of spice things up. And we're going to dive into some things that I'm currently into. Now's probably a good time to drink some water. It's hot this week. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Today on our program, we're talking all about Jid's new album, but I already did talk about that. And you might be wondering, why aren't I doing a Stinky Bisque segment or maybe a listener review segment? Well, one, didn't get any listener reviews, but that's okay. It's a new album, so I understand. But I figured, you know, when you click on the the episode title, you're probably looking to look for the review right away, right? And so I figured I'd just keep the currently segment at the very end. And if I do get any, you know, maybe stinky bisque, you know, reviews for me to read or listener uh, reviews for me to also kind of like read on air, I figured this would be a good place to kind of like combine it all together. But also on top of that, I feel like it should also give you another week to possibly send in another review. So uh, like I said, uh, I always am willing to take listener reviews even after the fact and I think going forward this is kind of how I want to do it so if you had listened to Jid's album after listening to this episode or maybe you had already listened to Jid's album before listening to this episode send me your review right now on you know uh, Instagram or on Twitter and I will read it on air next week so that way you know, it gives people time to check out new movies that I'm, I'm talking about because I know, you know, it's, it's hard to ask of people to check out a new title that just released and you, maybe you're still formulating your own opinion. So it's it's hard to kind of ask the week of. So with that being said, let's dive into some things that I'm currently checking out. First up on my list, we have Emotional Creature. This is a new album from, uh, I want to say, like, indie pop punk band Beach Bunny. Um, Yeah, they went viral with one of their songs, Cloud Nine, on TikTok early pandemic. But uh, I have been a big fan of their music ever since. I, I think Emotional Creature is a nice album that fits in line with previous albums that they put out but it's also not anything particularly you know mind-blowing in terms of yeah this needs a dedicated episode on tmq but i would say that emotional creature definitely scratches that uh indie punk rock itch that i'm kind of looking for so yeah check that out and also um i'm kind of slow to the uh to the party but i listened to tame impala's albums the slow rush 
and it's very good. I, I am like a big fan of Breathe Deeper. Uh, it's such a banger of a track. I, I listened to it when I was at uh, Las Vegas a few weeks ago, uh, just at a random bar that I was at with my coworkers, and it is a good track, and the rest of the album slaps as well. So, yeah. Up next on my currently list, we have Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. This is a documentary series all about the family that had purchased and owned and ran the uh, Lakers team over the years. And I didn't realize that I thought, you know, going into it is going to be sort of similar to uh, The Last Dance, where we're going to be kind of focusing on uh, Kobe's legacy but it's a big sweeping overview of the entire Lakers team in general it's kind of nice to see the early formation of uh, the team and and them finding success through uh, Magic Johnson Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and uh, of course the later uh, the later iterations of the team with Shaq and and Kobe as well and that's airing um, I think weekly still on Hulu. So check it out if you can. If you're a big fan of basketball, you love the Lakers, or at least you love Kobe or any of the big major players that uh, are on that team, check it out. It, and it's a good sports drama for sure. Up next, speaking of more sports documentaries, I didn't realize I started watching a bunch recently, but I did check out Welcome to Wrexham. Wrexham uh, Football Club is a football club in the UK, and they were purchased by Ryan Reynolds and Rob uh, McElhenney from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And Welcome to Wrexham kind of, you know, tells that story uh, about both, you know, Rob and Ryan's journey to uh, purchase the team and them kind of navigating how to uh, run and operate a team that is like on a different time zone and uh, with a sport that is not necessarily incredibly popular here in the U.S., but it also tells the story of the will and perseverance of this uh, of this town in in the U.K. or at least at the very much in Wales. And Wrexham is, uh, at least through the documentary's perspective, a town that is all about. Um, the people and uh, how they uh, really put their heart and soul within their team's success, even though they haven't seen um, any actual results in the last few years. And seeing them rally together, it's pretty inspiring and also incredibly funny, too, in moments. And I think that is mainly elevated because of Ryan Reynolds's, uh, you know, uh, little quips here and there. But yeah, check it out. It is also still airing on Hulu for sure, um, with episodes airing the day before on FX. It sounds like I'm being sponsored, but I'm not sponsored by uh, FX to promote the show. But uh, finally, on my currently list, Fleabag. I was kind of going through what other shows I've been watching, and speaking of the UK, the Fleabag or not the Fleabag, but Fleabag in general is a comedy on Amazon Prime that is really funny and also shockingly sexually explicit at times but uh, I think that the writing is fantastic I just started the show I've, I've always heard it's good I'm always slow on the uptake on checking things out sometimes so I am excited to give that a shot but yeah that's on my currently list what are you watching tell me let me know 
And feel free to send any of those thoughts about today's episode, about things that you're enjoying on your own currently list, or maybe your own suggestions on what I should review next. Regardless, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at That's My Q Podcast or on Twitter at Q Podcast. You can also email the show at That's My Q Podcast at gmail.com. Let me know. What do you think of this format? Do you like having the currently segment at the very end of the episode mixed in with possible, you know, listener reviews from people like you? Let me know. Regardless, thank you so much for listening, but be sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. All of these. Uh, different methods helps boost attention for the show and maybe help climb up the charts. You know, uh, it's a long ladder, and and I I can't do it by myself. I got little tiny scrawny arms, but of course, maybe even sharing the episode with a friend is greatly appreciated. I want to thank J1K for the use of their music Captured Soul from the School Days beat tape, which you can find on j1kmusic.bandcamp.com. Next week's episode, I was going to do an episode on licorice pizza. That could wait. But I do want to talk about a movie that Kate and I did check out recently uh, that I was pleasantly surprised by. And next week, we're going to be talking all about bodies, bodies, bodies. And I don't know if Kate's actually going to be joining me on this episode. I used the word we as a royal we, which I sound like a royal pain in the butt just for even clarifying that. As always, I'm going to leave you off with a quote. And you know that obviously this is not the musical episode, so I will try to give my own little stank on this line from Jid's fabulous writing. That sounded sarcastic, but it's not. So uh, give me one second. Heavy way to hold the head and notice. Just along so and cold and scary. But I don't feel a thing no more. I set my goals and I'm prepared. Will you be there? Once again, I've been your host, Christian Ong, and... That's my cue.